0: First of all, I'm a huge micro-hinge fan, you know, and, and I've seen better results, you know, on different types of, of greens with, with that insert than I have from anything else. Um, uh, it seems like I can play it at, you know, two, three, four degrees, and, and regardless of, you know, w- where I want to be loft-wise, it, it comes out rolling, and that's, uh, and that's huge.
1: This is a Fitting Room Podcast with your hosts, Nate Adelman and AJ Volpel. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fitting Room Podcast. I am your host AJ Vopel, alongside Nate Adelman. Nate, you woke me up in the cold. I think it was like three in the morning. Mm-hmm. You woke me up. I got a text message. I didn't answer it. Then you called, like mm-hmm. almost like an ex-girlfriend type of thing. Mm-hmm. I was I like, get "What?" That a lot. I was like, "What is going on here? What do you want?" I'm like, "This is crazy. It's it's Sunday night." And
2: yeah, and you know what? It was, it was with good merit okay. that you woke me up. Well, let me rewind. I want to rewind like a year and a half. I had a meeting with our head of tour, yes, Tim Reed. Tim Reed. And I said, hey, Great Tim, guy. listen, AJ and I have this show, The Fitting Room. Uh, we've gotten a lot of our guests liking the episodes we did with tour players. Can you please sign some more tour players that are like a, a, like really into their equipment, really thoughtful, love to tinker, will, not afraid to do cool stuff? Have good stories to tell, and he goes, "I'll, I'll, I'll think about that. I'll take it under advisement." <laughs> Fast forward a year and a half later, and we got one.
1: We got one. We got a couple. We actually, we got a couple. But with this guy, one
2: of them, Mister Lee McCoy, just yeah. won uh, Q School. Yep. Uh, so he's now full, full status, t- full status on the web. Yep. Um, just fresh out of college, really, really thoughtful guy about his equipment. Not yep. afraid to try new stuff that works for him he's looking at gapping he's looking at hitting fairways he's less concerned about what the club says what the what the clubs are traditionally designed to do but he doesn't care about the numbers
1: on the clubs any of that
2: he figures out what works for him Mm -hmm. so i texted you because (laughs) hey we got to talk to this guy Uh, not only do i want to learn more but i have a feeling that our listeners will want to learn some could definitely learn some things from lee as well
1: yeah and the fact that he won with two drivers in the bag first guy to do that I think since Phil at, what was that, the uh, 06 Masters? Was that what it was? Yeah. When he had the two drivers and everybody was like, what is going on here? But uh, Lee had two GBV Epic drivers in the bag when he won in Arizona this past week, uh, which was amazing and and made news around golf outlets and stuff. Uh, So obviously, I mean, we had to get to the bottom of it. So uh, Lee is going to join us in in just a second here.
2: But before that, AJ... We our most recent episode, which was about our new forged blades, the X Forge and the muscle backs, has gotten a lot of action, a lot of attention, insane uh, information. People want to know because they're so beautiful. I know. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I strongly and you and you've looked at these irons and said, "Man, those would look good in my bag," which is everyone. Yes. Uh, Before you do that, before you put them in the bag, (laughs) before you put them in the bag, you (laughs) have to listen to the episode um we've actually gotten some hate mail too first <laughs> this is one of the first times we've gotten hate Yo, mail from, i
1: love me some good hate mail yeah
2: <laughs> because they uh people, you know you made it. people are saying um hey i was about to buy the x forge <laughs> and your podcast convinced me not to <laughs> oh it's so good i know it's probably the right thing for my game but i'm still <laughs> mad at you guys
1: <laughs> it is amazing listen i want listen keep giving more hate mail to nate yeah, uh, specifically please, please, uh, please, but please. keep uh leaving keep leaving reviews on on itunes and let us know what you think about the fitting room podcast we always have some contests and stuff uh for people who do leave reviews so give uh give some good incentive there but um nate let's give the people what they want they want to know why lee had two drivers in his bag they want to know why he goes three wood to three iron so without further ado here is our conversation uh with web.com q school champ
2: man that sounds good lee mccoy Adam Hadwin here, and I'm going to interrupt this program for a very important message. If you like podcasts like the one you're listening to now, I encourage you to listen to the Pirate Ship Show. Little known fact, I listened to the Ship Show right before I shot my 59, and also right before my first PJ Tour victory. Honestly, I did. Download the Ship Show wherever you get your podcasts. Now let's join AJ and Nate for more great fitting advice.
1: All right, Nate, we are joined by Q School Medalist. I think he was like 28 under... Um, over there in Chandler, Arizona. That's going low. 2800. Uh Nate, that was four rounds. Four rounds of uh four rounds of golf. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so uh 65, 67, 63, 65 and that is University of Georgia alum. We got the final four in the house. What's up Lee McCoy?
0: How's it going, boys?
1: Good, man. How's everything going? Good?
0: Everything's great, man. I'm uh down in Aruba right now, so um, I can I can complain, but I don't think anybody would really care.
2: <laughs> and uh, you you played so good that you now have to deal with having a full time job.
0: I know I uh, yeah I I just looked at my credit card statement this morning on my on my phone and my agents booked like fifteen flights.
2: So <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: that's a that's a really it's a good thing. It's a good thing. I got to remind myself of that. It's a good thing.
1: Did Did you get some so. good? did you get good prize money for winning web.com or is it more uh, like purely just a status thing? No, I got 50 K. Oh, nice. There you go, man. That's
2: like three of your salaries. I'll
1: tell you what, that's at least three years of my salary (laughs) right there, baby. Wow. All right. I might have to borrow 10 bucks, Lee, but we'll, we'll talk about that (laughs) off the air. (laughs)
0: Nice little bit of walking
1: around money for sure. Yeah, (laughs) no, that a boy. Nice job. Well, well well-deserved man. Um, and you know, um, Nate, I think Nate texted me in the middle of the night. I think he, like, woke up out of nowhere. Um, He got an alert. Anytime somebody uses two drivers to win a golf tournament or even (laughs) plays in a tournament, he just – he naturally wakes up. It's as if, like, he's got this thing in his brain that just – keeps them aware of it you know
2: it wasn't that actually it was that one of the drivers was animal style and the other one had lead tape on it right so i didn't know which one to look at first and i said aj we have to talk to this guy because he's doing something he's doing something interesting Mm -hmm. i'm sure he has some thoughts ideas a strategy around this Mm -hmm. let's figure out what it is and let's share it with our with our fans
1: yeah so lee that's where we're going to start off first we want to get uh to the bottom of your strategy behind the two drivers so first tell us about the two drivers, and then we'll kind of go into strategy.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I'll try to be as specific as I can. Um, both, they have, they have different shafts. Um, I refer to one as, as my long driver and one as my short driver. Um, the short driver is playing at about 11.5 degrees, um, it's 44.5 inches, and it's pretty light. Um, and I'm going to be spinning it somewhere between, you know, 26. To three grand. Um, so it's going to be coming down um, with a pretty steep angle of descent, um, and I'm going to be carrying it somewhere around 270, um, you know, at, at sea level. Um, the other one is also 44 and a half inches, slightly heavier. Um, Shaft is, is actually it's different, but it's pretty similar, um, but it's only nine and a half degrees, um, and I've got The the flight I've got two weights in it, um, and they're way in the heel. So, um, and that one's spinning probably 21, 2200, um, and launching lower. So, um, anywhere where I'm playing where it's relatively firm, I'm getting some pretty serious rollout. Um, You know, and I'm sure most people can attest that if they try a driver with with less loss, they're generally going to get more ball speed, and, you know, you're your carry numbers might not be a whole lot different, but if you get it set up right, you're definitely going to pick up some yardage with a lower lofted driver. Um, But the tendency with with lower loft and less spin is to miss right. Um, And with those weights way in the heel, I was able to kind of balance that out um, and and, uh, be able to hit it pretty straight.
2: So, Lee, what was it about the course setup that led you to take this configuration, and is it something you're going to Use again moving forward.
0: Yeah, this is. It didn't really have anything to do with the, the course setup. Um, it's something that I'm going to continue to do moving forward. It's. Uh, I don't really have any plans to take it out of the bag right now. Um, I I'm using both. You know, every round that I play. Uh, so I, I don't really see much of a reason to to take. Um, obviously, if I was going to take one out, I would take the shorter one out. Um, because I mean, I'm I, the the longer one goes. You know, probably 15 further in the air and plus roll. So you know, generally it's going to be going 25 to 30 yards further, and that's uh, that's that's a huge difference and something that I need to compete um, at the next level. But um, for right now, it, it seems like every course that I run into, there are holes that that demand that short driver where most people are going to be hitting tree wood, or um, you know, a little bit nervous about hitting driver, making sure they get it in play. I know I can. I can get away with a little bit more um, swing-wise with that uh, with that shorter driver. I can I can make some pretty bad swings with that short one with all that spin and still keep it in the fairway.
1: And now they were both they were both uh, standard GBB Epic heads. Uh, Lee, what what uh, what club did you take out to put the second driver in the bag?
0: Yeah, I had a uh, I had a 64 degree PM grind um, that my caddy hated. Anyway, he he, he really. <laughs> He thought I he thought I never really hit it well I personally love the club but he kept coming back and telling me that I just I you know uh, I had this habit of trying to hit it from 50 yards out of the rough and I would it would roll up the face on me a lot and it drove my caddy nuts um, it did I mean it was it saved me a lot of shots around the green um, and, and I love it it's still something that I'm gonna travel with and if the course demands it then I'll throw it back in Um but uh, yeah, that's that's the one that, that ended up going. It was kind of a the 64 was kind of an emergency-only club anyway.
2: So looking at the rest of your wedge setup, uh, Mac Daddy four prototypes, 46, 54, and 58. So did that mean you also dropped your pitching wedge from the set in, in order to play that 46?
0: The 46 is the pitching wedge. So um, so we've got you know 58 going 90 yards you know on a full swing which obviously i'm not going to make very often but um 54 is maxing out at 115 and the pitching wedge is going like 132 so the gaps are still pretty solid um and then the nine irons the nine iron goes up to about 152 so um it still gaps out pretty well um and i still have a three wood in the bag so um there's nothing super alarming about it um yeah, I mean, it, it really works well. I've got no, um, I really, <laughs> I'm, I'm really comfortable with the setup now. Uh, like I said, I don't, I don't really plan on changing it moving forward.
1: Yeah, and I want to, Lee, I wanted to mention um, that you go right from three wood. It's a strong three wood. It's 13 and a half degrees, um, and then you go right into three iron. So that, that gapping also makes sense for you as well.
0: Yeah, um, so it says 13 and a half, and I think it's a little bit more than that. I think it's about 14 and a half is mm-hmm. what it's actually playing. Um, and, and then if you look at the at the sole, I have a, a really really heavy weight in the back, um, so the CG is way back. So it's launching higher and, and spinnier than um, than you would think. So it plays probably like a uh, like a 15 or a 16 degree tree wood. Um, the club that that I had in, I think I had an XR row and before that and it was 16 degrees so mm. um they ended up they ended up coming out you know somewhat in the same window um so it doesn't uh it's, it's not as strong as you think so yeah. the three wood the three wood carrying off the deck generally right around 250 um and the three irons carrying like 227 228 mm-hmm. um so the gapping is still pretty pretty solid
1: yeah you know, Nate, it sounds like you and Lee are like long-lost cousins or something, maybe even brothers. I uh, think you guys would get w- along
2: pretty well. With the exception <laughs> that I only use one driver, our cl- <laughs> our setup's actually remarkably similar, but Lee seems to be much more efficient with the use of it. Yes, I would agree with that. <laughs> um, Lee, when it comes to equipment more generally, what is the process that you go through uh, when being introduced to new equipment uh, or when you see a new club, what is the process? What does that club have to do to prove itself to earn its way into your bag?
0: Yeah, I don't base a ton of it off of what I see on launch monitors or on the driving range or anything. I'm, you know, I, I pretty much say if I got a new driver, for instance, I'm going out on the golf course with a wrench and some lead tape and a couple different shafts, and, and I'm hitting shots on holes that I know – Different shot shapes, and I'm just kind of twisting it around and throwing tape around and uh, moving weights and stuff until everything seems to be pretty well dialed in. I, you know, I feel like with pretty much any driver, you can get the numbers on the driving range wherever you want them. Um, but to take it to the golf course is a is a whole different um, is a whole different animal. So I just I just kind of start there. Um, I have a pretty good idea of a baseline of, of you know around where I'm going to be, so um, I can get it pretty close. Um, you know, by look and feel, and then once we get out to the golf course, we can dial it in.
2: And then, how much of that tinkering that you do, do you do yourself, or do you do that with some of the Callaway tour reps, or is that something you you enjoy messing with uh, on your own?
0: Yeah, I, I really kind of enjoy doing it on my own. Um, I I think uh, both both drivers that are in the bag are are kind of homegrown, so to speak. Um, the uh, the longer one definitely is. Um, and I have a, uh, I've, I've got a, a full swing golf simulator in my uh, in my house, um, so I, I can kind of play know, around with. If I need to see some numbers, I can I can go up there, you know, when it's when it's cold or whatever, and I can, and I can mess around. That's uh, that's actually where I found the, the recipe for the long driver, um, with you know trying to go as low loft as I could, and uh, and getting both of those weights way weigh in the heel. I, I kind of got it dialed in on that simulator, and everything seemed to be coming out. Um, in the right windows and with the right amount of spin and uh, I took it outside and it ended up working out perfect so um, I've kind of got a couple different angles that I can go at it from.
1: Okay so uh, uh, one or two quick more things before we let you go Lee Um, I definitely uh, need to kind of find out about the 3T putter that's in your bag uh, which is one of the newer uh, black models for O-Works when did that go in the bag for you and what kind of um, obviously you've had success with it, but what are some of the things that you like most about the head shape?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's so clean. Um, I don't think, uh, I, I, first of all, I'm a huge micro hinge fan, you know, and mm-hmm. and I, I've seen better results, you know, on different types of, of greens with, with that insert than I have from anything else. Um, uh, it seems like I can play it at, you know, two, three, four degrees and and regardless of you know where I want to be loft-wise, it, it comes out rolling, and that's uh, and that's huge. Um, so yeah, I'm, I've been playing that putter for probably uh, about a month and a half mm-hmm. or so. Um, I've had it a little longer, I've kind of tinkered around with it, but um, had some you know had a couple of cold putting days at home mm-hmm. and, and threw it in and um, shot some shot some pretty solid rounds with it. So um, it's stuck around. There's, there's nothing really, um, I wouldn't say there's anything like crazy innovative about the shape or, you know, nothing groundbreaking as far as the, the mold of the putter, um, all the technologies in the insert, but it's, I think it's such a clean looking head that, that everybody, I mean, everybody that sees my putter, you know, at tournaments and stuff and the players that look at it just love the head shape. It's such a, it's, it's a really good player's mallet, um, something that, that you can feel confident in looking down at a bigger head and still feel like you're putting with, you know, something that that a tour player would use, so um, I really, really like it.
1: Nice, that's awesome. Well, yeah, obviously it's been working for you. Uh, 20 under, um, that, that number to me is just uh, insane, but um, uh, listen, we're uh, we'll let you go, but before we let you go, we gotta get your prediction on the Bulldog-Oklahoma game coming up in a couple weeks here. Um, obviously, you're not going to say Oklahoma. I know that. <laughs> um, but you know, uh, the UGA is a, I think they're like a one and a half point favorite. Are you liking that, or what?
2: Oh, I'm loving it. You really answer.
0: have to ask. I mean, that, that is such a waste of oxygen to even ask <laughs> me that
2: question. Bef- before it you really answer, is. Before you answer, <laughs> though, think. just remember, AJ has probably his whole Q4 salary on the line <laughs> with, Various different loan sharks and bookies, so don't don't uh, ha- don't hang them out to dry here.
0: I understand that, but I, I'm, I'm going to talk to you from the most neutral aspect that I possibly can. <laughs> tell me, tell me a tell me a secondary that Baker Mayfield the faced that is even remotely in the same league as ours.
1: Or, or a rushing game like Georgia's—they've never seen. Know, they've ne- I'm they- not worried about that. Baker,
0: <laughs> obviously, I, I, we've, got on, we've got Roquan Smith up in the middle. The run is not—the run is not happening. <laughs> Baker's go-to is that ugly little high school garbage, just long ball, <laughs> and our secondary is more than apt to challenge. we its, it's He's such a Johnny Manziel restart. It is, <laughs> I it is a it. joke, and it, it's all of it. Trust me, he's a very talented player. You got to give him credit for that. But he's very talented for like a college setting. Like he he's he's a he's a fantastic college quarterback. But we we have more of an NFL style defense. I'm not saying we have an NFL talented defense, but. We have an NFL-style defense, and that that garbage long ball that he throws off his back foot is not going <laughs> to hold up against our secondary. I, I heard it here first. Our,
1: yo, yo <laughs> I'm sold, man. I mean, I was sold on Georgia before, but now I'm really sold. Now, now my ante just went up a little bit, especially with Chubb and Michelle and those guys just kind of running it down Oklahoma's throat. But uh, that's some good stuff right there. That's some good insight from the uh, from the from the alumni. Not there, only Nate, is you know? he really five, thoughtful about his equipment,
2: five, but he knows college five, football.
0: Five running
1: backs. <laughs> Uh, it's it's we unreal five
0: running backs that are better than their best running back
1: uh, it's amazing five. and you know our, our our guy over here harry arnett is a big dog fan too so we text every oh, saturday uh-huh. on the dog so we're i mean we've been i've been rooting for the dogs for the last couple of years because harry's such a fan so uh you know we're looking forward to the game uh lee i'm looking forward to seeing you out on tour soon and uh have fun in aruba uh best of luck man and uh let's catch up soon on on the equipment stuff this was great talking to you
0: Absolutely. I'll throw a second driver in
1: the bag, Uh, (laughs) Lee. Thank you, Lee. It's it's already in the bag, uh, baby. It's going in this weekend. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Lee. Have a good one, man. All right. See you, boys. All right. See ya.